Yea, Lord, we greet thee, for on this happy morning, Jesus, to thee be all glory given. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Is there anything really more to say? Then go home and eat. <laughs> Merry Christmas. My name's Ian Montgomery. I'm the priest at your sister church in Norwalk, Christ Church, where you're all welcome when you're sick of this magnificence. Come take part in ours. You're welcome there. It's a joy to be with you here. I had heard of this place as a child because the priest, Francis LeBaron Drake, very right out of here, who confirmed my mother at St. Thomas Church, Oakmont, came here, uh, it seemed to die rapidly, but he came here and was happy in his last years. In a way, it feels like coming home. And in a way, it's wonderful to be forging what I hope will be a new partnership between our two churches, which your warden Bob and I have already begun. I know our wardens and your wardens have been talking about what can we do together to be stronger witnesses of Christ and servants of Christ together here in Norfolk. But that's not why we're here this morning. Why are we here this morning? Well, let's ask first the question, why were they there that morning? I think why are we here this morning and why were they there that morning are two different questions with two perhaps profoundly different answers. And yet, perhaps they're the same. And in that paradox lies what we may learn from this Christmas day. I don't know about you, but when I read a book, I need to identify with the character. If I can't identify with the character, it's a lousy book. It may be winning a Pulitzer Prize, but I don't want to read it. And so, who do you identify with in a Christmas story this year? Who went to a Christmas pageant this year? Anyone? Well, not many of you. <laughs> Who's ever been to a Christmas pageant? Yes, excellent, okay. So, there are lots of characters. There's Mary, there's Joseph, there's the baby, there's the innkeeper, often the villain of the Sunday school. Someone gets to play the star, usually not the best actor. And usually there are untold legions of sheep angels, cattle, and some churches have it gradated where at different ages you graduate, and if you move from church to church you find there are different hierarchies. Sometimes the sheep are older kids, and sometimes they're younger, and it's always funny. <coughs> this year I find myself identifying with the shepherd. These were people who 
visited and told, go out there and look for it. And they did. They didn't know what they were doing. They just went out there because they were told, go out there and look for it. They were told what it was, but what it was had been foretold by many prophets. Read Isaiah here. For many centuries, they went out and they looked for it. I identified with the shepherds. They went out, they looked for it, they waited patiently, faithfully through the night, and they saw it. It wasn't glamorous. were tough. The life of a shepherd is not an easy one. Uh, if you've ever been in a Middle Eastern country or Mediterranean country, you see these guys, they wake up early and they go to bed late. And if one goes missing, they lock up the gate and they go off and leave the 9 and 90 in search of the one. And they don't come back until they find it. That's a tough life. And when they pointed toward Someone whose coming was foretold, who would bring joy into the world, well, they went expectantly and waited for the coming of that child. They were waiting for joy to come into the world, whose coming was foretold. That's why they descended upon your house or are about to. <laughs> Maybe you've come here because there's no one. And this is your opportunity to be with your family, your St. Paul's family, your Christ Church family, your family of brothers and sisters in Christ. And if so, Where is it? Okay. 
Narthex. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. Not now, but afterwards. <laughs> If you're over the age of about 13, I need you to suspend all your adult wisdom and sophistication and be childlike. Remember what it was like the first time you, you woke up on Christmas morning and ran downstairs while your parents had been asleep for an hour having assembled that bicycle. <laughs> Still slept, and it was 6 a.m. Remember dashing down the stairs and running into the living room and seeing the tree and seeing the cookie crumbs on the mantelpiece and the carrots with nibbles that look suspiciously like mother's lipstick on the edge of them. And remember the joy of that morning and the expectation of what was to come. And look inside that crib and see that Christ child. And ask Jesus, ask him to bring joy into your heart this Christmas. Not joy that comes for the afternoon and simply is here for a meal, but joy which dwells in us forever and changes us forever. We pray Sunday of Advent, that God would purify us by his daily visitation, that we might be made mansions prepared for Jesus when he comes. So in this Christmas tide, on these 12 days of Christmas, may we, Christ's shepherds, stand and wait and look into that crib with childlike expectation and ask the Christ child to enter into our lives. Bring joy to us so that we might go and feed Christ's flock with Christ's joy in our families, in our churches, and with all that we come into contact with this Christmas and throughout this new year. Yea, Lord, we be born this happy Jesus to thee, the all glory given. Word of the Father, now in flesh here. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. Christ.